They say you should never judge a book by its cover. Well, you also shouldn't judge someone until you know their story. So my wicked awesome sisters and I are coming together to tell ours. Sharing our story isn't an excuse. It's an explanation. And now, Wicked Awesome Sisters Podcast. Last week on Wicked Awesome Sisters. You are the bossiest person ever. Like anything you say, though, always comes off so bossy. I'm like, God, this bitch again. I can't with her. So actually, that's perfect because that kind of is what's spiraled our uh, big family chat at the reunion. Do you remember that, Autumn? And now the continuation of our story. Yes, I do. I remember it and I remember being so emotional. And whenever I'm emotional, I try to like block it out so I don't have to remember it again. But I do remember it, unfortunately. Like it felt so, it, it was a well-needed conversation, obviously. But you but were ready was, to leave. You were ready to pack yeah, your bags like, and leave the you very wanna, next day. Yeah. Why don't you kind of talk about like what happened like for you to get so upset where you wanted to leave? And I know it was because at one point it was because I was bossy. That was something that you said. But what was the whole situation? So I don't like to be told what to do. I mean, very obvious about me. Like, I don't like to be told what to do. And Ashley will come up to you and be like, you need to do this, 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 and that. And I felt like, you know, you were absent for so long in my life. Like if Echo would have said it, I would have been like, you know, I get it. Amber would have said, it, I-, I get it. But like, we hadn't talked in years. And I remember reaching out to you and like, you kind of dismissing me. And obviously like we talked about it now and it's fine. Like I get it. You were in a different part of your life. But I remember just like you kept coming at me and I felt so attacked. And obviously I know now, like you weren't trying to like come at me part, like and attack me and this and that, but it felt so, I felt so attacked. And I was like, I just want to go home. Like I need to protect my peace because I was just like, I was so overwhelmed. My social battery, social battery was like so drained and I just felt so attacked. And then like, I just hate being told what to do because why would (laughs) I'm an adult? I just felt so attacked. And then when I finally got it out on the table, I thought that it was like, it made much more sense to me. And I was like, you know, because first off, I felt so abandoned by you and by Aunt Kathy, by Aunt Charlotte, even by Amber, I felt so abandoned as a child. Because I, like I said, Echo and our brother were the only people that I felt like I ever had. When I finally got it out, it made much more sense. Like I felt, I I don't know how to like describe the way I felt, but it, a sign of like relief to know that you guys did fight for us, that you guys wanted a better life for us. And now that we're here and I'm older, it makes much more sense. But I just couldn't make sense of it as a child. And I held all that resentment for you guys. Do you remember the conversation, Amber? Um, Autumn I, was about to leave. Like Autumn was straight up about to leave. Like we were on like day two of the yeah. family reunion. And I am bossy by nature, but it's not to be me. I don't remember what <clears throat> what exactly it was that started it. But I just know that Autumn was downstairs and she was crying and packing her stuff. And I was like, what's going on? Like, she's like, I'm leaving. I can't do this. And started saying how, you know, like you were never there for her growing up and you don't know any, you know, you know, you don't know what we really went through and everything. And then you ended up coming in. No, this had something to do. I remember this had something to do with Pete because he was being disrespectful and it was when we were out at the hot tub. That's how it started. He was being disrespectful and 
said something and then you and Autumn ended up getting into it. And that's how it happened. But then it spiraled into this whole thing where they were packing and we were downstairs. Then you ended up coming in and then Aunt Kathy ended up coming in and we all just sat in the room for like three hours just chatting about everything. Yeah. So I remember it might've been Brie. I think Brie was saying something in front of my girls that I, my girls weren't used to hearing. Oh, uh, you're right. If you're saying that, I, cause I didn't remember that, but I remember autumn was packing. Autumn was like, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. And I said, do not, do not do this to my mother. Do not. This is this reunion means everything to her. And she's like, I'm going to do what I want. I'm, you know, I'm an adult. I just, and then that's when you said all the things about feeling like I abandoned you, that I don't know you, all this stuff. And that you felt like my mom and Char abandoned you. And that's when I was like, no, they didn't. You don't know what they, they tried to, for you and all this. And then my mom drops the bombshell, which I didn't expect her to do anything, like to say anything like this, but she goes, no, I did. I did let you guys down. And then we had that conversation in the room and I want to kind of talk about some of the stuff we talked about in the room, but I, I want to say this. My mom is the least emotional person I know my mom does not get like, she's very inwardly emotional, very sentimental, very lovey dovey, but she doesn't talk or show affection or emotions outwardly. And so this conversation that my mom had with all of us in that room, I think was the most authentic and real and vulnerable. My mom has ever been in my entire life. Do you remember the conversation echo? Yes. I remember the conversation. I mean, I don't have a lot to say about the conversation, except for you guys were very like emotional. I also not super emotional. So I had come in at the tail end and I just knew that like you guys had pointed out that we all have our, our demons and we just have to like fight really hard to kind of stay ahead of them and like continue. I mean, I remember that's what your mom was saying. Just continue to try to be successful and I mean, that's what I, I mean. I've always like your mom is somebody I've always looked up to and aspired to like be like. I mean, obviously, I have no desire to own my own restaurant, but like just the type of person is she is loving, she is giving, she is funny and kind, and she has her shit together. Which, if you know me, you know me, I have my shit a little bit together. So, <laughs> so like. I don't know. Again, I like compartmentalize things and I have definitely like, I mean, you guys know, I have a very big fence around me and you guys can come in through the gate when I want you to. Like, that's just kind of how I am as a person. For me, it was like, it was nice to hear, you know, that we all wanted to try again to be like a family and like, we all wanted to like have a better relationship. And I think from that those conversations, I think a lot has stemmed good, bad, and just plain at flat out annoying. Autumn's face looks so annoyed. Ever's just laughing. Ashley's like smiling. I'm not annoyed at all. Um, I'm really hungry. I'm starving. But since we just got back last week, I know that sounds bad. We got back last week and we have not gone grocery shopping yet. So we have no food here. Um, I went to the grocery store last night and I bought, I also have no, I mean, I shouldn't say I have no food. I have food in my house, just not food that like, I don't feel like cooking. I just want something easy. So last night I went to the grocery store and got a big box of Rice Krispie treats, a big thing of Airheads, a Snickers, a Mr. Good Bar, and M&M's with peanuts and ate it all. 
You're like a 17 year old boy who just got his first paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) I am. And it was so good. My God. I would go into like a diabetic shock. I mean, I also got food for the house too, but like it was stuff that you have to cook and I did not feel like cooking. So I ate all that and I probably did. That's probably why I went to bed at five o'clock. I probably did go into a diabetic shock. I probably died for a little while and then came back to life. Getting back on topic, Amber, why don't you kind of lead us off with like the the conversation in the room, like what you want to share? I mean, I had, like I said earlier, I have a different feeling towards you and Aunt Kathy and Aunt Charlotte than the younger ones do. But that's because I I think that's because I went to Chicago. So I wasn't like, I felt like we'll get into that too. I felt like I had been rescued, which was the complete opposite. But I felt like I had been taken out of that situation. And that's why I understand why Autumn and Echo have abandonment issues towards me. But the reason that I was in the room for the conversation, because it really had nothing to do with me, I never felt abandoned by your moms or by you a little bit, but never by your moms. I was just there for support because I understood how Autumn was feeling. You know, Autumn was at that time when all this was happening, Autumn was the youngest and she didn't have, you know, she felt abandoned by you and Aunt Kathy and Aunt Charlotte and by me and She was burning Echo with irons at the time. So like they weren't getting along, you know, so I I understand why it all came out. And I honestly, I think it was a great thing that it did come out because I don't think that you or your mom knew that Autumn was feeling that way. I, you know, I think that, you know, maybe a little bit you guys knew that she felt abandoned and all that, but I think that it was a good way for her to be able to open up and let you know, let you guys in and let, and I think it, honestly, I think that conversation made us all a lot closer. Yeah, I agree. Cause I feel like in that room, even though, you know, it started with me and Autumn fighting, you know, it's never, it's never pleasant when someone calls out like a flaw of yours, right? Like you never want to hear it. And not only was Autumn calling out the fact that I'm a bossy control freak, which Eric lets me know on a day-to-day basis. Um, (laughs) But also the ways that I made you guys feel, you know, abandoned or, you know, the disservice I did by not being around or a phone call away and not being available. So it hurt, but I think it was necessary. And I also think it was necessary, you know, for my mom to be in there to kind of say like, this is what the reality was like echoes, you know, when you were saying earlier, how Myra was like, they don't want you and, you know, you guys are nothing to them. That's not true. My mom did want you guys. She did want to do things with you guys. And, you know, dealing with a narcissistic drug addict mother, you know, unfortunately you didn't get to see that and you got the short end of the stick. But I think that that conversation definitely had to happen. And I think afterwards we definitely were a lot closer. And then like the next day we had a Thanksgiving. I was thinking, <laughs> and then it was like, all right, everyone get together and bake some casseroles. <laughs> I think, I mean, do, I mean, I feel like Thanksgiving dinner was perfect though. Yeah, like, I do. I mean, it was perfect because we had the addition of Sarah. Like, it was so <laughs> okay. Can we talk Sarah. about Sarah for a moment? Can someone please <laughs> share with the world Sarah and who Sarah is? Cause, oh my God. I think Echo, I want Echo's rendition of Sarah, I think. Um, so my aunt Kathy, she had booked us a very nice cabin up in North Georgia that could fit our entire family. And I am pretty sure she spent 
a lot of money on it was my assumption. And the house came with a with a host that lived on site. And I guess none of us read the fine print about that. But Sarah would like randomly walk through the living room yelling, just yelling at someone on her phone, or we would wake up and part of the, um, part of the, I guess the package was she was supposed to make us breakfast. Sarah never made breakfast, like no No pastries, no nothing. And then she was, she was there to like, tell us how to parent the children. We have, we have younger um, children in the family and they had decided they wanted to play, um, manhunt and it was outside in the dark and i mean mind you like the adult too all of the children's parents and you know people in charge of them were there saying that it was okay for them to play manhunt and just you know not to yell or scream and wake up neighbors and she was out there like telling us they couldn't be playing manhunt and like watching them and then they had played red light green light and she was upset that they were playing red light green light like Oh, and don't forget, Amber, why don't you share that little nugget of uh, information that Sarah told you on the patio? Oh, um, yeah, she was really worried that her ex or someone that she had previously had a relationship with was going to show up there at any time and try to come after her. She was in that case. My thing is, is that like, my mom and Char are very like private people. Like they wanted this to be a family thing. And Sarah just made herself a part of our family. Like she, she just uh, kind of found her way into our uh, every activity. Yeah, I'm surprised literally. she didn't play charades with us. <laughs> she probably wanted to, but you know. Was she She's there for fun. our show? Did she watch um, performances? I think she was sleeping. I think that we were told we had to stop our show because Sarah was sleeping and we were like, it's our last night. What's she going to do? Like we're, we're putting on our show. So on black Friday, we all went, instead of going like sale shopping, we all went to Goodwill and got costumes (laughs) and came back to the house, let the kids do our makeup. And then we put on a performance for our partners, spouses, children, siblings, uh, and Kathy and Char. And I thought, it was spectacular. It was. Um, Maybe, I think we could be on Broadway, actually. So don't want to honestly, tune on a horn. <laughs> we still have the videos. So maybe we'll one day release it for the public to see. And, you know, like, it, it's it's great. It's it's all great. Except for many. My favorite part of the performances, and I think I say this all the time, is Echo. Like, Echo <laughs> is such a silent freak. Like, she's so quiet and reserved. But then when she busts loose, like when she dances, my education is put herself on invisible. <laughs> when she dances, Echo lights up my life. Like watching her dance and sing. Oh my God, that video I should definitely no. not make public. <laughs> She'd murder me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that was fun. And then it was over. Yeah. And it was sad. How'd you guys feel the last day? I was really, really sad. Like I, I was really sad. I had to I, leave at five o'clock in the morning. So I I had to say my goodbyes the night before because I had to take my uh, older kids to the airport. Yeah, I um when it was over, I think I was kind of like in a little bit of a funk for a couple of days after because you know, like we said, like we were apart for so long and then we were finally together again. And then now 
were apart again. And I just wanted all of us to be in that big old house with or without Sarah forever. I mean, Sarah can come if if that's what it takes. Sarah, (laughs) if you're out there, if you're out there and you want to let us live in a big house with you, just let us know. Yeah. The last day I was really sad and I had like, I felt sad that we were all parting our ways again but I live so close to Amber and to Echo I mean closer to Amber than I did to Echo when I lived in Savannah I saw Amber all the time Amber was like your favorite person in the whole world no yeah the baby was and like I saw you I saw but not everybody together and I think that it was so nice to have everybody together now that I live on the other side of the country and meant the world to me now then but now like I I like reminisce these moments I'm like wow I really miss my family like I remember the first day we got here I cried for hours I was like I really miss my family like I'm not gonna get to see them for a long time because it's so expensive to leave here and it's a 27 hour drive August and we saw you in freaking December and we saw you in October I understand that but like Amber and me saw each other every weekend Literally, when you lived in Savannah or near Savannah, every single weekend you were at my house. And it was so hard because, like, I don't have friends here. Like, I don't, it's so hard for me to make friends because I work in home with kids. So I don't ever see anybody other than children. So, like, it was so hard. And you guys are my best friends. So it's so hard for me to, like, it, it was so hard. I cried. I remember, like, bawling my eyes out on the floor. And even Casey was here, like, Casey came to help us move and everything. And I was so sad that I wouldn't be able to see my family. I mean, granted, I saw you guys last month for my wedding and everything, but it was so sad for me because I miss you guys. Even you, Echo, I miss you. I, I will say, like, I get what you're saying. Like, because, you know, Echo, you do remind me of my mom in that way. Like, we were all just together. But for me, I um, I have two half-sisters and a brother. And I don't have a relationship with any of them. And I haven't. And growing up, I didn't because my brother lived with my dad and my stepmom and I lived with my mom and Char. And so Amber growing up, like you were close in my age. So like you were like my little sister. And then like when I moved and when I went to college and then when I moved to Michigan, you know, to do flying, I've always kind of just been like a lone wolf. Why are you laughing at me? I'm spilling my heart out. To I'm you laughing guys. at because the I just looked at wolf comment right there. Just I instantly <laughs> thought of uh, what is that movie called? Oh, was that Galifianakis? Oh, Hung, or The Hangover? That's what I thought. <laughs> I'm a lone wolf. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm the lone wolf. Okay, so I'm very independent, and I did things on my own, and like I. I have a lot of issues, like abandonment issues myself. And I have a lot of trust issues with people. Like some of my closest friends um, have let me down and and done me dirty. My own sister has done me pretty dirty. And we'll talk about that later. But um, so I I purposefully keep a distance. I let very few people in. And so after the reunion, when we, when we all like really rekindled our, our friendship and our relationships, and we started talking more and hanging out more, I don't know. Like I just saw you guys like three weeks ago and I'm already like anxious, like on the cruise. I just went on a cruise with Eric 
for Christmas for a couple's like retreat. And all I could think about on the cruise was, oh my God, I want, I want Amber Echo and Autumn to be on a cruise with me. Like no men, like I'm on, I'm on the cruise with Eric. And all I can think about is how I wish that Eric wasn't here and you guys were. <laughs> I'm just, I didn't, I enjoyed my time on the cruise with Eric, but, but I do, like, I, I miss you guys because I feel like I finally, I finally have that family that I, I really, I, I didn't have. And, you know, like my, like my friends that all have sisters and brothers and all that, like, I've always kind of been envious of that because I, I don't, I'm, I'm not an only child, but I was raised and feel like an only child. And so to have sisters now, you know, it feels good. And it feels like I'm not alone, you know? And you know what? I, I was a lone wolf, but on Game of Thrones, they said the lone wolf dies, but the pack survives. Bitches, you're my so you're gonna So you're going to die and we're all going to survive? No, not I'm not a lone wolf reference. anymore. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm not a lone wolf anymore. You're my pack. Okay. I found, <laughs> I found my wolf pack. <laughs> Are you the leader of the pack? I'm the, the leader, leader of the pack. <laughs> the leader of the pack. Autumn, you were just getting all emotional and sentimental, and now you're like rolling your eyes at me. I don't think I want to. And be where a did Echo go? Actually, I don't know if you guys all know this. I'm obsessed with otters. They also are very social and like in packs. And I feel like maybe I would want to be an otter if we're gonna pick animals to be. Yeah, but otters do pairs, don't they? No, they stay in like groups. I've only seen otters in pairs. I didn't say that my spirit animal was a wolf. I was just using an analogy. <laughs> okay, well, I want to be a fucking otter, okay? If we're going to be any pack of animals, I want to be, be a flock of flamingos so we can fight about this all day. Echo, what animal would you be since we're on this topic? Um, um, me. I, like <laughs> a Labrador retriever. I am loyal. I am kind. I am affectionate when I want to be. <laughs> Actually, Echo, I think you're more like a cat. Yeah, like, she's a black cat. <laughs> Echo's a black cat. Because you Echo like only... is loyal to a fault. Like Echo is a loyal person. She's a good person. She's a good friend. But only when like she you, wants she it knows on you. her terms, on yes. her terms too. So that's a cat. Yeah, for sure. You're a cat. But, but okay, if we're talking about what we're going to be a pack of, I don't want to be a pack of cats. <laughs> well, Autumn already said growing up, you guys were a herd of feral cats. <laughs> we were. And so maybe that's what that is. Maybe we are cats. I love cats. Love them. Wish I had one, but Adam's allergic, apparently. I think that Echo is very much like a cat. She, when she wants to love someone, she'll love them, but she is loyal to a fault. Like Echo is a, a good friend. She will go out of her way to make sure that everybody is taken care of. Echo is one of my favorite people. I hate to say that. God. One of three, right? One of five. Did Um, I at least make the cut? Am I at least in the five? (laughs) You're number six, Ashley. (laughs) No, it's uh, my other sister and Casey. You guys are my, and Melissa. So six, you guys are my best friends. Like I don't, I couldn't imagine my life without you guys. I just dropped to six. No. <laughs> Melissa, I, I would, dropped to six. I would say my family's always going to be number one. Always. Um, <laughs> but when I didn't have like so, sisters, like when we weren't close, Casey growing up was my best friend. Like I lived at her house. I didn't live at her house, but I was there every single day, even on school nights. Like I was there all the time and she felt like a sister to me and she still does. And Melissa, she's since 
I've met her, she has been one of the most like loyal people to me. If I asked her to dig a grave for me, no questions asked. She would get the shovel. She'd be like, all right, <laughs> where are we digging? I would not. I would not do that for you, Autumn. Me either. I wouldn't do that for any of you guys either. Fuck you, bitches. <laughs> so, okay. So, all right. Well, what, uh, you're an otter. No, you just chose otter because you like otters. Echo's a cat because she's a loyal, she's a loyal Labrador cat mix. <laughs> she's cat dog. <laughs> she's a cat dog. Echo's cat dog. <laughs> what is amber just tell me what amber is oh, i love geez. this game i don't even i don't like this game anymore i don't why do i have to be second be nice be kind be kind to my heart like the first thing that comes is a peacock but i can see that a peacock she like shows you which like the big facade and everything but peacocks are very smart they're very like thought out animals but they are fancy they put on a show they're showboats for sure yeah attention seeking but i feel like that's the old me i feel like i'm i've grown into like you know like we'll say the peacock is the worm now what is the butterfly what she used an analogy ashley (laughs) get through the program ashley (laughs) the peacock is the worm what's the butterfly butterflies don't come from worms they come from caterpillars A caterpillar is the same thing as a worm to me, okay? Or worms, whatever. Worms don't have feet. Caterpillars have, like, hundreds of feet. What? Whatever. They're all in the same category. No, they're You're not. You're a peacock. Now, now Autumn's going to tell you an article she read about caterpillars <laughs> and how they are. <laughs> I remember in school learning about caterpillars. I don't have any articles or anything, but they have feet. It's very like a very big distinction there. Recently, I just read an article about caterpillars and how uh, productive they are in society and actually how we need (laughs) caterpillars to survive. You don't know that our entire ecosystem is based upon caterpillars. This is the shit Autumn will call me with. (laughs) I never call Echo for anything factual, ever. I only call her when I need medical advice, okay? (laughs) Nothing factual is medical medical advice, the most factual thing. I stubbed my toe last week and my toe hurts. Um, it's like a four out of 10. Um, what should I do? Oh my God. Did you just do the four out of 10 scale? I hate that scale. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I don't know. Four out of 10. Ten. I'm in pain. I never call echo for stubbing my toe. But maybe if like I had a cut and I was like, what you should know, I do? I have a zit on my chin and um, what <laughs> should I do? You know, healthcare is very expensive, Echo. And I... Thought you were gonna be my system to rely on, but you are the most mouthy system ever. I'm reporting you to the board of ethics. You little <laughs> shit. You are going down, fucker. Watch out, because Echo will write a letter to the White House about you. So I'm sure she will. She'll write the. Uh, she'll write to my board of ethics. She'll be like, uh, take her license away. She'll be like, right back at you, bitch. Okay, back on topic. What topic were we on? <laughs> uh, our what animal would actually be. Yeah, oh, what yeah, animal would Ashley be? An owl. I could see an owl. I want to hear She's one. wise. I like the owl. And yeah. she uh, makes a lot of noise. <laughs> She's very, like, finicky. She'll, like, fly off in a second. Flight risk right there. She's a flight attendant. It makes sense. All the puzzle pieces are fitting together. Can't with you guys. And Autumn, just an otter, because she likes otters. I no. love otters. They're very playful. Did you know that they pee on stuff so they are like attracting other otters to play with them? She read an article about that. that. 
no actually i am obsessed so like we'll go places we went to the aquarium for valentine's day two years ago just to learn about otters that was like the sole purpose why we went because i love otters they're my favorite things like my favorite animals they're so freaking cute and then my life goal is to swim with otters i have no other ambitions other than to swim with otters (laughs) am i that's right but okay very expensive thing to do so you can't just say because you can't nobody else got to pick their favorite animal because they're majestic and they're perfect and they're this let's decide what you are go ahead i don't know yeah i don't know either i'm gonna stick with otter (laughs) (laughs) for some reason i just keep on thinking of this like i don't even know where it came from but it's um total total and then she like sticks her head out (laughs) turtles are really cute i mean i I think she could be a turtle she comes out when she wants to come out otherwise she's like a recluse stays in her shell maybe i am very pick and choose i guess let me ask you guys a question what animal would myra be a fucking raccoon a snake (laughs) bat no i like bats bats are cute i don't like i like rats i thought you said rats i like rats Um, no African wild dogs. <laughs> they literally roll around and play in their own shit and eat it, I think. <laughs> Honestly, she probably does that too. So I know. That's why I said she was an African wild dog. Okay. You know what? I will say this. I'll be the first one to say it. She has some really great characteristics when she is normal. So, like, I want to see the best in people. That's just who I am. And so I always try to see the best in her, but then I remember everything that she's ever done to me and like i want to pick a a good animal for her because like i want you know like i want her to be my mom still but it's so hard for her to be my mom because she's an awful person but like i want her to know like you know i don't still like i would say like it's like stockholm syndrome i still do fucking love her for some weird reason i can't say like the reason but like i want like you know like when you said that like i was like you know i kind of wanted to defend her but at the same time i see it she's an awful person but I have like this weird Stockholm syndrome towards her. I'm like, you know, I guess I kind of love her. It's weird. I don't know. Maybe it's weird. No, it's not. And I think my mom even said that in the room when we had that talk at the family reunion was that like, she is your mother. You are always going to love your mother, no matter how awful she is. And I, I mean, you see it all the time. I mean, it's like, even like dogs, right? Oh my God. It breaks my heart when I even think about it, but you can beat the hell out of a dog and a dog will still come back to you wagging its tail in your affection, wanting your attention. And I think with you guys growing up with Myra and everything that she put you through, I think at the end of the day, like she never really showed you what real love is. She never showed you what a real mother's love is. And so even though she gave you glimpses of it, I think you guys all kind of longed for more. And that's where I think your Stockholm syndrome type thing comes into play. But I think it's totally natural to still want to protect or, or love her. Well, why don't, I mean, why don't you guys just describe Myra then? We hope you enjoyed this episode of Wicked Awesome Sisters podcast and that it gave you a sneak peek into our Wicked Awesome Sisterhood. Next week, we'll pick up right where we left off. To stay in the loop and catch us when our next episode drops, you can subscribe to this channel. For our family tree diagram and more fun facts and photos, you can follow us on Instagram at Wicked Awesome Sisters. Till next time, stay wicked.
Wicked awesome, that is.